The writer Jack Polesky once wrote, The headless horseman rides tonight, through stark and starless skies, shattering the silence with his otherworldly cries. He races through the darkness on his alabaster steed. The headless horseman rides tonight, wherever the fates would lead. Hello, 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 everyone. You're listening to Creeping Out Katie. I'm Katie. Thank you for joining me for another creepy episode. As always, in this podcast, I will talk about different creepy things that scared me as a child. I will also talk about the history behind them, and if they're actually scary. Happy Halloween, everyone! I was looking at my list of creepy topics, and I thought, you know, Headless Horseman would be a perfect choice to get in the spooky spirit. For now, relax, enjoy, and try not to get creeped out. What is Washington Irving's short story, The Legend of Sleepy Hollow? The story takes place in the New York village of Sleepy Hollow in Westchester County. The protagonist, a schoolmaster named Ichabob Crane, tries to court Katrina Von Tessel, a young heiress. However, she is also pursued by another man named Dutchman Brawnbones. After a Halloween party at the Von Tessel farm, where ghost stories were shared, Ichabob is chased by a headless horseman who may or may not be his rival. The headless horseman hurls a pumpkin at Ichabob, throwing him from his horse. Though there are many rumors about his fate, the schoolmaster is never seen in a sleepy hollow again. It is likely Irving took inspiration from real events and local folklore for his story. He moved to the area in 1798 to flee the yellow fever outbreak in New York City. He would have been introduced to local ghost stories of the lore of the horseman or the headless Hessian of the hollow. On October 28, 1776, during the Battle of White Plains, a Hessian trooper, or German soldier who fought for the British, was decapitated by a cannonball. The shattered bits of his head were left on the battlefield while his comrades carried his body away. According to legend, his remains were buried in the old Dutch church of Sleepy Hollow. His spirit roams the area in search for his missing head. Since his death occurred so close to All Hallows' Eve, he used a pumpkin as a makeshift head. In his story, Irving referred to several real locations in Sleepy Hollow, such as the old Dutch church and churchyard, Major Andre's tree, and some actual family names, including Von Tessel. In fact, Ichabob was heavily based off of Irving's friend, Jess Merwin, a schoolmaster in Kinderhook, New York. They were pen pals for over 30 years. Merwin married Jane Von Dyke, the daughter of a wealthy Kinderhook farmer in 1808, and together they had eight sons and three daughters. In 1834, he named one of his sons Washington Irving after his friend. That's really sweet. So how does one become a headless horseman? Well, you, you gotta lose your head, of course, and you gotta ride a horse. That's it. It's not. I'm just joking. But you know, like the Sleepy Hollow, many versions of the Headless Horseman lost their head in battle. Scotland's most prominent tale of the Headless Horseman contains a man named Ewan who was decapitated in a clan battle at Glen Keener on the Isle of Mull. During the battle, both he and his horse were decapitated. Legend states that Ewan and his horse haunted the area to this day. In Irish folklore, the Headless Horsemen are believed to be Fae. The Dullahan, or Dark Man, is a headless, demonic fairy usually riding a horse and carrying his head under his arm. The head has a sinister grin from ear to ear, and its glowing bright eyes move from left to right. They also carry a whip made from human spine. Be warned, when Adulahan stops riding, a death immediately occurs. It calls out a name, at which point the named person drops dead. Another version, he is the headless driver of a black carriage called the Coachabuller. This carriage is covered with candles on top of human skulls. A similar figure, the Gankan, without a head, can be frightened away by wearing a gold object or putting one in his path. In Germany, though headless horsemen are called the Wild Huntsman, if someone heard the Wild Huntsman's hunting horn at night 
and still go out hunting the following day, they are met with some kind of misfortune in the woods. The Grimm's brother documented one wild huntsman story. A poor woman goes out to gather acorns early one morning. After hearing a hunting horn, she sees a headless man on top of a gray horse. He speaks to her, telling about his tale of his former life of wickedness. Some believe that, quote, if any person is guilty of a crime for which he deserves to lose his head, he will. If he escapes punishment during his lifetime, he will be condemned after his death to wander about with his head under his arm, end quote. These headless horsemen hunt those who committed capital crimes. Think of it as Ghost Rider from the Marvel series, or, you know, like me from Nicolas Cage. That's so dumb. Anyway, <laughs> some have a pack of black hounds with tongues of fire that would follow them around and chase after the perpetrators. As it turns out, the headless horseman of Sleepy Hollow isn't the only American horseman. In fact, this one is true. There is a South Texas legend of El Muento, or the dead. In the mid-1800s, a Mexican bandit by the name of Adal in San Antonio stole horses from Creed Taylor, a Texas ranger. Now this is the wild, wild west. Rangers were harsh lawmen. They were willing to take extreme measures in the name of justice. Taylor and his team tracked down Vidal and the rest of his henchmen and ambushed the bandits while they slept. The outlaws were killed, hoping to put an end to their crimes. However, that was just the beginning of the legend of El Muerto. Taylor and his crew wanted to send a message and decapitated Vidal's head. They then tied his body and head to a wild horse. The unfortunate horse was then left to roam free, horrifying all who encountered it. Soon, stories began to emerge about the headless rider. If someone shot the rider, they were shocked to see that he would continue to ride as if nothing happened. Eventually, the horse was found and captured, along with a corpse riddled with bullet holes and Native American arrows. The corpse was buried, but alleged sightings of him continued. In one notable 1917 encounter, a couple on their way to San Diego stated that a headless horseman had passed them on its steed, crying, It's mine, it's all mine. And then again, decades later, in 1969, the headless horseman was supposedly spotted near Freire. Franz Potter, a professor at National University who specializes in Gothic studies, says that the headless horseman is a representation of a past that never dies, yet will always haunt the living. Quote, the headless horseman supposedly speaks revenge and a head, which he thinks was unfairly taken from him. He continues, this injustice demands that he will continually search for a substitute. The horseman, like the past, still seeks the answers, still seeks retribution, and can't rest. We are haunted by the past, which stalks us so, that we never forget it. Creepy Out Katie was brought to you by River Sticks Audio and created by me, Katie Clark. For written transcripts, research credit, updates, and more, visit our website at riversticksaudio.wixsite.com. If you enjoyed this podcast or any of our other podcasts, follow our Instagram and Twitter under River Sticks Audio. Intro and outro song is Misconceptions by Mew. Background music, Maestro Chakalau by Jess Gallagher. Logo art by Melanie Costello from MC Design.